welcome to Fans of the Forge. I'm Teresa. To my left, we have Chris. And my left, left, Sean. And today we're covering season five, episode 31, which is round two of the invitational tournament. And today's episode is about the armorers. Very okay. nice. So, getting right into it, we have Nicholas with 10 years of experience, part time. Um, he was my underdog. Ryan with 21 years of experience, Chris's underdog. Howard with 35 years of experience, full time. All of us picked him, AKA oh, yeah. the ringer. <laughs> Right there. And then we have Jacob with seven years of experience part-time, and he was Sean's underdog. Not Chris's favorite. I'm not going to go into specifics, but I personally did, just did, could, did not like Jacob and in his appearance on this show. Continuing no, nothing on. against him. In, I don't know himself. Jacob. It was just he reminded me of someone I don't like. End of discussion. <laughs> Some damp person. <laughs> <laughs> so that being said, everybody is represented here. Yeah. Everybody's mm-hmm. got a pick of some kind. So continue. Yep. So we have round one where they had to salvage at least three pieces of metal from a full suit of armor and combine it with 1095 and 15 and 20 metal to make a layered Damascus blade. Um, they didn't go into any further specifications, but we saw on a drawing that someone had 13 inches. So we're guessing it's a 12 to 15 inch blade, not to exceed 22, because that's kind of normal. Um, so Nicholas notes that the pieces are coated in oil and paint. He was like, hey, I wonder if this is coated in oil and paint. Yep. So it had to be cleaned off. Um, he draws his billet out too long, and they make a joke about it being like a hockey stick. Somehow he fixes that. And ends up with a blade that he can quench, which then picks up a warp. He uses the vise to fix it, and it mostly works. Uses the grinder to take care of the rest. Yeah, he got it to the point where it, he could grind it to straight. Like even even though it still had a noticeable warp, it's like it wasn't within bad. that. Yeah, within that sweet zone, you can still kind of grind it to fix it. Mm. So then Ryan um, used the shoulder and upper arm covering, which they said what those are called. I didn't catch it. Did anybody else? No, because they were saying it at the same time. So, and then Will was talking over them, kind of. I think um, the shoulders usually called pauldrons. Maybe that was it. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think they said something about the elbow armor. I forget what that was. And I don't. I don't know all the pieces. I know pauldrons. I know greaves are like the arm, like the gloves, and like the lower parts of the arms. Sometimes bracers, gauntlet. gauntlet. Yeah, gauntlet. Oh, what's greaves? Greaves are the boots. Then maybe I confused those. Anyway, I continue. So <laughs> he chose those particular pieces because they are comprised of smaller pieces that could be used for Damascus kind of easily. Um, he picks up a super warp in the quench and he pours water on what we were calling the far side of it so that it could help like cool that. So if it's bending like this, put it on this side and it kind of helps it come back to straight faster and, and it worked for him. Hooray! And that was the... Uh, method that Josh Weston had told us about when we interviewed him back in the day. That was how he dealt with a warp that they didn't actually show on the show, but that was he just ended up having it fixed, and then he explained to us after the fact that that water helps control the the growth of the grains on on one side of the blade so that it contracts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we move on to Howard. 
he chose the back plate because it was already kind of flat to begin with. Um, and then he was doing some planishing, which is smoothing out using the hammer and not the grinder. So he was getting really fancy in there and trying to use as much of the, the blacksmithing tools as possible. And then Jacob um, folds over and forge welds a second time. So they're all working on Damascus. He's trying to get extra fancy and drawing it out and folding it over and, and working on it. He did it a second time and he's like, hey, that did that pretty well. Let's go for a third. And in doing the third, he undid his second. So he had to kind of chop off a bunch of it and draw out a new billet. So there was some concern about the length of, of how that was going to all work out. He got cocky. That's what it comes down to. He got yeah. cocky. So then we get to the judging. Nicholas had a significant warp and a crack along the back. Ryan looks good overall. Some concern about the tang. Howard had a flake on the front and it was weighty. And then Jacob had a major warp, and there's an issue where the tang meets the blade, and Jacob got the boot. Yeah, his tang, were the, like he, it was like the last thing that he worked on, and it was such a tiny thing. Like Ben Abbott's like, this is going to snap. There's no doubt about this. If we do the testing on this, it's going to snap. So Jacob did get the boot, and then that meant that John's underdog was gone. But Chris is very happy. I Yeah, I was. <laughs> you don't have to see that guy anymore. Yeah. No offense to you, Jacob. I'm sorry that you remind me of somebody else I don't care for. Round two. Contestants had to add handles to their blades. Nicholas. He was working on his warp, um, trying to fix it by, I think he was heating with a torch, and then putting it in a rebar jig that he made on the spot. And that worked pretty well for getting his blade straightened out. And then he ended up using some epoxy for his handle and he had to wait for his epoxy to to dry so it was like he's got five minutes to just kind of like sit there and look around and just be yeah. like on edge and but that's the air like that's what they shows chose to show of him is waiting for epoxy to dry it's not like other <laughs> yeah. people in the show haven't had to wait for that to happen before right, everybody does yeah and so maybe sometimes they have other minor things they can be working on while that happens or that there's been people that have been able to work while it's drying by doing something to help support it while and they can grind on it or whatever. But they made, they made a big deal out of it. Like it was like That's something his drama that, is waiting for a box. I guess. Drive. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he also, one of the tools that he brought with him was a specialized sharpening tool that had like these different holes in it. And then you would use the, it was a file. It was like a stone. It was like a stone. It's a stone. And, uh, Basically, you would rub it along the inside of the hole, and that would give you a very specific angle as you dragged along the side of the blade, so that would get you this very good uniform edge on your blade. Yeah, I've used one of those before. It's pretty neat. Pretty neat. And then you, the different holes, it makes a different angle, so, yeah, it's kind of a cool system. Hmm. But I think they said it takes a long time yeah. to do that. So not Not necessarily ideal for... A three-hour competition. No, when you have half an hour left to yeah. finish it out. Moving on to Ryan. He was working on drilling some holes in his tang and ended up breaking a drill bit because even though other parts of his blade were soft enough to drill through, it hadn't hardened uniformly. So there was a, there was a really hard part that that drill bit just could not get through. It broke. So he had to take a torch to it and try to soften the tank so just so he can get drill holes in there 
to be able to set his pins. And then he kept using the torch and attempted to burn the handle scales around his integral pommel tang. Yeah. Which I again the judges and liked his design with having the integral pommel and guard kind of into the the knife when they judged it, but it ended up causing him some issues with putting a handle on and the whole burn in method just didn't work for him. We've seen that work before where they've done it that way, where they burned it on from the sides rather than a burn through um, in one of the earlier episodes this season, but it didn't work for him. And he ended up catching his wood on fire they were using for his handle. <laughs> yeah. um, he had little time left to shape his handle at the end, and so he was really rushing it, and lo and behold, ended up taking off too much material near the pinky side. And he knew that right off the bat. He's like, this is too much off. Judges are definitely not going to like this. But there was nothing he could do. His time was up. And then with Howard, uh, he ground down the blade to take care of his issues that were noted by the judges. And he had issue getting his acid etch cap off because he wanted to check his Damascus. And was it Will? Probably. That yelled, (laughs) use your man hands. And... uh, I wonder, this isn't the first time somebody's had trouble getting the cap off of that acid etch tank. I wonder if it's the same one every time. I That's think, interesting. Uh, I don't know. I think they're probably all kind of I mean, the same. It probably, they're, you know, it, the it's acid. It's just a dry in, fit cap and then you get the, the shit around it. And yeah, that acid is leaving all sorts of probably particular. Resi- there's all sorts of residue yeah. around mm-hmm. it. So it doesn't pop off that easy. Yeah. And it's deep. It's, it's, because a, it's a big cap, so it's, you know, there's a lot of it on there. I just think for the amount of time the guy probably spent to get that cap off, same like for the other guy standing there waiting for his epoxy to dry. <laughs> like, what do they need to show this for? Why is this something that is going to be, that is not drama. That is just like, oh, okay, I can't get it off. All right, I'll get it. I got it off. Yeah. It was, it's a little much. Because there wasn't much else. Like, he was doing fine. What are they going to show? Don't, they don't need to just... We've said it before, the extra drama is not necessary. Just show the guy working on something. They have three hours worth of material to pull from. And they, they choose the minute and a half where he couldn't get the freaking ta- ta- cap off. Whatever. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Judging. <laughs> they have the strength test with the hacking and bashing a helmet seven times. And Nicholas was up first. His edge held up pretty well with this Ben Abbott bah, bang on top of that helmet. Uh, but he uh, was noted that it had a small handle, so not the most comfortable handle to use. Ryan had some edge rolling from his, and he also had a small handle, and the handle was rolling all over the place, according to Ben Abbott, which if it's it was it wasn't enough time for him to really get a good shape of something to grip on so it ended up just being more of a round handle with that skinnier portion in the back and there's just not quite enough to to hold on to during this test then howard had a very very heavy blade and ben's like i don't know if this was sharp which i believe howard said it wasn't on purpose he only sharpened this, the farther half of the blade the, from the middle of it up to the top and then the lower portion he left intentionally not sharp so that it would bash better 
and not necessarily show any damage. And so they made a point to, sh to show that, but they also have a clip of him saying, this is what I did. I, I didn't sharpen this part. And so we move on to the sharpness uh, test. That, you know, unless you're going to tell a judge, yeah, you just use this part of the knife for this test. and this, I don't, They're not going to do that <laughs> they're anyway. They're not going to do that, no. <laughs> they move on to the sharpness test, the quilted armor sandbag test. And Nicholas, his had a nice balance. Again, Doug commented on the small handle, but it will cut. It cut through that, that quilted armor. Ryan, um, Doug liked the combat feel of the knife. Again, the round handle was a problem, but it still will cut. And then we come back to Howard, who didn't sharpen half of his blade. And wouldn't you know it, it doesn't cut a damn thing <laughs> when you don't sharpen the blade. So he didn't cut the sandbag at all. It just basically let little dent. nicks and dents on it. <laughs> yeah. No cuts. And because of that, Howard got the boot, which means... Whose who's underdog he, was that? He was the ringer. He was the ringer to win. That's right. Aww. We all picked him. Damn. So that means, Sean, your points are gone right now, right, for this episode? Uh, yeah. Yeah, because did I? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so we move into round three, battle of the underdogs between me and Teresa. Okay, round three. Our guys have to make a hooded katar. So weapons from South India around the 16th century. It's for close combat. Um, the hood would protect the hand and the wrist. And it was meant to have a punching motion to get through armor and chain mail. And it was also useful on tiger hunts. Which is crazy to me. Like, yeah. what did they just like get yeah, close enough so a tiger would jump at them and then just be like, ah! Can you imagine just like, I'm going to go punch a tiger today? Yeah. No, I don't know. You're not sneaking up on a tiger. <laughs> no. That tiger is run. You, you have to wait for the tiger to attack you to be able to use this thing efficiently. And then it's got to be there and you got to be able to be able to move your hands in and out and stab into it. Now, once you can do that, you can do some pretty good damage, but you don't have as much. I and mean, what if you're like coming at it and tiger just like swipes your, your hand away and then like well, just bites your chest. <laughs> no, it just pushes it out of the way and it's like, and you're, you're done. Yeah. Fast. And you can also see this weapon in the mobile game Domination. <laughs> <laughs> Play now and and then don't know. Eventually, maybe eventually get the Forge might, of Fire event. Yeah, right? you might wield a knife on the show. Anyway, <laughs> the specs on this has to be double-edged with a hooded guard that, is, that completely covers the hand. And that was it. That was like very minimal in the way of specs. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there was a more. short weapon. Yeah. You know. So Ryan, day one, attempts to make his blade and guard from one piece of steel. So he kind of cuts, throws it in there, bends it out. Um, day three, he's working on the hood, and he's obviously using his armoring skills and tools to make it really nice. Day four, working on embellishments, and. It was like a, a like a leaf shape, and then it was like copper, and he had painted. It was like peacock eyes, yeah. feathers, you know. And so then he burns a hole through the end of one, while his daughter is coming to ask him if he wants coffee, and he's just like, he just holds the torch there, like literally for like half a second, and it just, <laughs> and he goes, oh no, and it's just a hole burn right through. I'm like, damn, dude, like. 
just lift the torch away. <laughs> I mean, oh well. So then he finds a way to fix it. He just covers it with a piece of brass. Yep. All right, move on to Nicholas. Day one, he's working on a Damascus billet. He wants, he says these are normally made out of Damascus. Um, but he finds a cold shut that goes all the way through. First, he just started to cut it out. Then he says it goes all the way through and he chucks it. Starts over. Although he doesn't say it's going to do another Damascus. And I think he just uses a single piece when he comes back. He yep. just says it's one piece of whatever. Uh, day three, he's, um, Working out on what to use for a quench tank because of kind of the the weird size yeah. of the weapon. He's got usually a long tube full of oil, but he's he doesn't need that, so he uses a flower pot and he's gonna empty the tube. <laughs> this long tube, it's like f- four foot tall, maybe, and he's he's holding either end of it, like both ends, <laughs> and he goes to dump it, and then he just clumsily like spills a bunch on the ground. He drops the tube. And I just, I'm like, I know there's a better way to do this. <laughs> and then when he goes to quench, he doesn't even have it near his workspace. He runs over with it hot and oh, then he yeah. just dumps it in a flower from pot. inside. I'm like, you should have brought the pot closer. I don't know why you left it all over there, but yeah, anyway. It's a tiny flower pot at that point. You could easily have Well, he should have brought it over before he even put oil in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy, I don't know. Come on, Nick. <laughs> anyway, day five is working on fit finish and embellishments. Although, and then that was pretty cool. He was going to write Forge and Fire in, um, is it Hindi? Hindi, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the contestants, form all the other contestants' names on it. And he blackened his. He did do some blackening on the guard, I believe. So they come in for judging, and Nicholas's looks better. Really, just because we like the black and yeah, we like the aspect of it. The, the writing and everything. The, the writing was pretty, pretty cool touch. Badass. Um, so kill test pig carcass Nick is up first he has some good balance and it's great with slashing um, Ryan good form good for stabbing not super sharp uh, his just went through we didn't actually do any slashes mm-hmm. right yeah but because of that both will kill um, the stabbing part so move on to strength test there's a stab and bash into armor and Van braces. So, Nick, some ringing. When the test was done, you could hear it going. Yeah. The blade was ringing. A little bit of glinting. The back part of the hood was a little tight for Ben's forearm. My thought when I heard that, I was like, well, I'm sure when this type of weapon gets made, it gets made for a person and custom kind of made. You know, it's like, whatever. We're going to nitpick, nitpick. All right. Ryan's his blade held held up well, and I think I don't know if Ben said it was. Oh, I liked how it wasn't touching my arm at all. It's like okay, <laughs> Flange were like that far apart. Like yeah, I need to fit your leg in there, and it's not gonna touch. <laughs> then we move on to sharpness test. Uh, the cane man attack. So Nick, his form uh, part was a skin tearing monsters, according to Dave Baker. He's had. Where it came around, there were some sharp points. Uh, Ryan had a sharp blade, definitely a cutter. And Nicholas wins. The kill test was Ryan's downfall. See, I was, when they got to this test, it was like, seemed kind of even to me because one had done better on one and one had not done as, uh, had done better on the other. 
And so I was like, my guy might still The Kane man, I thought it was going to go more for Nick than it did, than it would have for Ryan, but Ryan still performed pretty mm-hmm. well. So I yeah. was like, ooh, you know, but yeah, Nick got it. Man, I was not happy. So points. Teresa's got 35 now. Chris, 24, me, 22. So that's so the episode. That's that. Remember, you can see this weapon on Domination's mobile game. Not a paid advertiser for this show. Although maybe they can hit us up. Eh, they won't. I but, already you know. talked shit about the game. They don't know that. You can edit <laughs> the other episode still. So uh, It's true. I could edit the other, uh, other episode down. All right. Well... That was the episode, no, season probably five. Shitty. Don't worry about it. <laughs> season five, episode 31, the Invitational Tournament using- oh, shit. With, <laughs> mouse. with the armors. <laughs> and uh, they had to make the, what was the hooded what? What was it called? Pandat. Was that no, it? was it Pandat? <laughs> um, let me see. Qatar. Qatar. Hooded Qatar. Oh, Okay. Thank you for watching. Remember to check out some of our other videos, including grudge match stuff that we just put up, other interviews that we did, other stuff that's on the site, all sorts of things. Yeah. And then follow us on Instagram and subscribe to the YouTube and check us out on Facebook. And thank you for watching. And we will catch you next week. Stabbing. Got your guitar motion there. Yeah. Guitar. Tiger fight. I got you, tiger. As it chomps your ribs. I don't see anyone winning a fight with a tiger. <laughs> yeah. He's wet every time you see him. <laughs> every time. He's damp. He's he is. <laughs> Damp man. <laughs> <laughs>